Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. We seem to be in a little bit of a musical series here on Western New York Catholic Weekly on this Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, I, I actually remembered and said Happy Thanksgiving last weekend, but I'll say it again, Happy Thanksgiving. Um, normally I'd be saying, Welcome to Advent. It's not Advent yet. We've got another week, but that means we don't have much Advent. Only three weeks of Advent before we get to Christmas this year. Um, and, you know, we get to this part of the year, we usually play some music. Oddly enough, none of the folks coming in who uh, have current CDs out, have Christmas CDs out, so they're just, uh, you know, a, a little bit of a different thing. Um, we're actually a little bit connected to last week's show with our friend Father Bill Quinlevin because joining us today is Sydney Perkins from St. Luke's Mission of Mercy, who has recorded her first CD. Sydney, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. It's nice to have you sitting in the chair on my show for a change <laughs> instead of with Amy and Norm for their Mercy Times program. Definitely. So, First CD, you. first time on your show. I'm really happy See? and excited. Good. That's perfect. Yeah, that's a good thing. I'd, uh, so tell us a little bit about the CD. So let's just give people some background. So um, uh, before we get into the to the CD, because I, I I think, you know, just, just kind of, again, know, knowing what you recorded for, for this disc, um, you know, a lot of it's based on your experience with with St. Luke's and just your life experiences, mm-hmm. which I think is is kind of cool. So you were the first child yes. born at St. Luke's Mission of Mercy. Yes, 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 yes. So my mother, um, back in 1994, St. Luke's was opened 23 years ago, and um, my mother was basically one of the first couple people that Graham started to take in. And I think um, through my mom— Oh, and by the way, let yeah. me just—when Sydney says Graham because oh. she was the first child born, that's Amy Beth. Yes. from St. Luke's Mission of Mercy. So just so you know who she's talking about. Definitely. You Thank All you. Right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> my mother, yeah, definitely was, I think, the one of the first people that really started to um, that God started to work through Graham's heart and show her that this is the thing that she can do, that she can take care of people, and that the Lord was really calling her for um, to take care of people. So back um, about like 23 years ago, my mother found herself struggling with um, drug addiction, crack cocaine. And um, like many people on the east side of Buffalo, she fell into harm's way. She lost her mother at a very young age, and her father married to a new family. So she really um, found herself taking care of her siblings at the age of 14. Um, and through that through her grief she started to use drugs to kind of cope with that and it started to really bring her downwards in a spiral and um I remember she told me that she was pregnant with me and she really was just walking the streets wondering if she can even if she was going to be able to keep me like if, if there was ever she can survive herself how was she going to survive for a child um so I remember she was walking around the street one day and this man pulled over to her and said hey like are you okay and she said no I'm I'm gonna die I'm about to kill myself. Like, I'm going to die. And this man said, no, you're not. I know a woman that can help you. I know Amy Betros, and I have her business card, and we're going to go talk to her. And she was like, okay. Like, I mean, anybody. And it's, it's, it's 
common for people who are in that desolation and in that state of wanting to kill themselves that they want any hand out, any reach of love or any any um, kind of connection. So she went met with Amy that day at Amy's place, and she fed her first, just like she does for most people. That's, you know, that's Amy. Yeah, right. <laughs> she fed her first to kind of um, got a chance to know her and got a chance to hear her story and found out that she was homeless and that she was pregnant and that she had already had abortions before because she could not take care of children like and so she told her that and shared her story with her and um Graham's heart was open for that and I think the Lord was really saying this is these are my sheep like you need to take her in so she took my mom in my mom ended up having me on August um, 1st, 1994, August 9th, 1994, and St. Luke's opened on August 1st, 1994. Right, right. So um, when, when I was born, they did find that um, I did have drugs in my system. So they were thinking that they were just going to take me away from my mother because they, she didn't have permanent housing. She was living at St. Luke's, and it really just wasn't the most ideal situation for a child. Um, however, but Graham knew. She was like, it's time to pray. And so she prayed, and she really got everybody at St. Luke's to make that one room ready upstairs in the conference. That is now um, the Good Shepherd residence. And um, that was it from there, basically. She got my room, and the doctors tested me a couple months after birth and found out that I was doing very well. And the rest is history. And now I'm here um, recording, and you know. Now, yeah, and um, definitely a, you know, what I guess we'd call a happy ending story. Definitely. Right? Definitely. Um, Now, I'm going to say it this way the, the kind of unfortunate part is that um, you were far from a singular case at St. Luke's. I mean, in fact, your life, your family almost set the pattern for the ministry that continues to this day over there in terms of taking care of mothers and their children, particularly unwed mothers and particularly, particularly Women, although obviously there's a lot of men at, at St. Luke's as right. well that they that they take care of and they have, you know, issues of abuse or mental illness Definitely. or whatever else, but particularly the women at St. Luke's. Right. So true. And especially, like, as you can see with the Gospel Village Project, um, recently, as you've seen, we just had the Gospel Gala, which is very successful. Thank you to the many generous men and women of Western New York. Um, but the Gospel Village is like a, a house for women and children. Right now we have three houses currently built. Currently built, and three more to be built. And um, like you said, yeah, she Grim always says wherever Sydney goes, the mission goes. And <laughs> it seems that from back it's then, true. she really, she really was looking at. Okay, I helped Mickey this way. This is what helped her, which was just love and truly taking her in as her own child. And then she found out that this is how it can help other women. And she found out that giving a mother just a house with food really does set them off for a total different trajectory. If you don't have to worry about where you're sleeping at night, where you're feeding your kids, you can then learn to pray. You can then learn to teach. You can then learn to love because you're not just trying to survive every day. You can thrive. And now, of course, one of the the key components um, at St. Luke's and uh, certainly in in your life mm-hmm. is music. Um, you know, the Voices of Mercy um, were basically how um, St. Luke's got fundraising off the ground. Definitely. People there who are all musicians and folks who listen to this show regularly have heard the story. Amy and Norm have been on. Norm, of course, is somewhat of a legend. Yes. Uh, Norm Paolini in the local particularly the Catholic contemporary yes. music scene and the folk mass scene and yes. everything else. Um, so you grew up around that. Yeah. 
too. Yeah. You, you, is that where you're kind of, you, you think your love for music came? Of course, your oh, family's yeah, all into it, definitely. too. Your, both your father and your mother. Yes. Yeah, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So true. I think that, um, like you said, being around Uncle Norm and Graham, like especially, like you said, in their early days of fundraising and doing the talks, I remember just being in retreats and just being in adorations, being at healing masses and, like, falling asleep listening to this beautiful music. And I remember the first thing after ABCs was singing all the salty songs from those little movies that used oh, to come out yeah. and all the church hymnals that we used to sing. And Uncle Norm used to have them on the buses. So music has always been... Like, I didn't even know I can sing until high school, basically, because it has just always been in my life. It's always been a way to praise and a way to pray for me. So definitely, I feel like I really thank them for not only teaching me the hymns of life, but also teaching me how to use my voice for God. Well, and and you have a, a, a terrific voice thank for um, gospel music, Amen. particularly. I know you love gospel music, yes. you know, soul, R&B. You, you. You've really got kind of a, you, you know, you kind of got a knack for that. So uh, we're going to go way out of character with the first (laughs) song we're going to play today because it doesn't get any more traditionally Catholic (laughs) than Panis Angelica. So how did that come about for your album? Oh, of course. Okay, so Uncle Denny, who is our pianist for the Voices of Mercy, every year around Easter time, um, we do the seven last words on Good Friday. And um, we always sing Panis Angelicus that night. And I just remember learning the alto part first and then hearing all the pieces. And at that night, like as the church is pitch black and for each word, one candle is lit on the cross and what and singing Pontius Angelicus in the church at that moment when it's so somber and we just went through the stations of the cross and this is just a really part for like the remnant to just sit in the church and just listen and just sit with God at that moment and the Pontius Angelicus song has always been one that I just couldn't get out of my head after that night I would just be singing it it's just been my head so then when the CD came around I was like I want to sing this song like I didn't hear it before so hopefully that me singing it might allow my friends to hear this song and then share it with people that they love as well well everybody's going to hear it right now uh Sydney Perkins.
Thanks for joining us on Western New York Catholic Weekly. That is our guest today, Sydney Perkins from St. Luke's Mission of Mercy with her first CD out. And um, unexpe- I would, was surprised when I saw it on the <laughs> disc, knowing Sydney for as long as I have. Panis Angelicus, like I yes. said uh, before we played it, doesn't really get any more traditionally <laughs> Catholic than that. First of all, tell us about the CD. What's the title? How Where can people find it? That kind oh, of thing. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. So it's called I Love You, Lord. Um, this kind of came about because I've always wanted to do a CD. That's always my dream is to sing and to be able to share with the world. And this song, I felt like if I wanted to sing for God and if I wanted my life into my music career to start out healthy, I had to first give my homage and praise to God. Like, there's no way I could start or feel feel any um, better about it. So I really just wanted this first CD to be called I Love You, Lord, because that's one of the songs in the CD. And those are one, one of the songs I really think is kind of my my song. Like, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship him. Like, so this, um, that is where that came about. And the songs that are on it, like you said, are kind of songs that have taught me through life, that I've found through my St. Luke's family, through my mom, through my stepdad, through my um, father, Hugh. All these songs have come to me um, through times of trial and songs that I have felt that have really made me feel better or I found that helped my mom feel better or my sister feel better. And they're all dedicated to those people in that way. Uh, well, you know what? I, I, I had another question, but I think we'll – you gave me a great lead-in to talk about our next song, talking about the, the people in your life that influenced you. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was very touched myself, obviously, knowing Norm mm-hmm. uh, Paolini for as long as I did, that you chose to do one of his signature songs on your Yes. Album. OK. So uh, many of you know um, Uncle Norm's song, Amen, Be It Done Unto Me. And um, that song, we have, like I said, been singing since I was a child. Like, they've been singing it every Christmas, all my life. And I kind of wanted to have, like, a Nat King Cole, a Natalie King Cole, like, moment with Uncle Norm with his recorded song. And um, this kind of was, like, a way to kind of revitalize it for myself because I've always loved this song. And it almost, it dawned on me, like, because I was coming around the age when people, like, you know, when you get your young teens and people are like, this is the age Mary was, like, when she had Jesus. Like, this is when she said her amen. And recently I've just been thinking about that, like, now knowing that my friends are getting engaged and starting to have babies, I'm like, wow, like, Mary was so young, like, and to be able to say amen to God, even though she knew that she was betrothed to Joseph, um, it was a huge fiat. So this song really means a lot to me in the biblical sense, but also in a familiar sense with Uncle Norm. So I love that. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. He went in and said to her, Rejoice, O highly favored daughter. The Lord is with you. She was deeply disturbed by these words and asked herself what this greeting could mean. Amen. 
said, Mary, do not be afraid. You have won God's favor. You are to conceive and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. Know too, your cousin Elizabeth has in her old age conceived a son, for she who was thought to be barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. My soul magnifies you, Lord. My spirit rejoices in you, Lord. For you have done great things in me, Lord. Amen, be it done unto me. Sydney Perkins, our guest today on Western New York Catholic Weekly this week on this Thanksgiving weekend, uh, talking uh, um, about her new CD, I Love You, Lord. Uh, you've actually been doing some other singing, right? Like through uh, oh, yes. through college, you you, you, you you kind of put a group together with some other girls, Sugar Caddy Cool. You want to talk about that a oh, little bit? Oh, yes. Okay. Because so sugar- people might have seen you out and about and yes. not even realized. And of course, if they... Um, you know, if they're familiar with St. Luke's, they've been to some of St. Luke's events and stuff. Oh, for sure. um, people have seen your CD with them as Definitely. well. Definitely. So yeah, Sugar Caddy Cool is a three-woman um, trio group with an amazing band. We People in Buffalo, if you are not out on the live music scene, get out on the live music scene. There are some phenomenal musicians in Buffalo. And um, we play with some very talented musicians. And Sugar Caddy Cool is myself, Carolyn Lansom, and Katie Miner, who are also solo artists out in the Western, uh, in the Western New York music scene. Um, and we have really just kind of revamped a lot of the old music that we like, like Boogie Woogie Booga Boy. Um, we kind of did a new one with um, with Beyonce's uh, Uh Oh. And I love a lot of the collections that we have. So we did um, some, some new music to me, some music from some musicals. Um, and it's really just a fun way to kind of revamp this music. And we perform all over. We've been in East Aurora a lot, Ellicottville, Buffalo all the time. And um, we're starting on to start performing again. Oh, cool. That's great. And, and of course, you know, I mentioned the, the live CD you recorded with them, which actually was a yes. uh, fundraiser for the, Our the Lady, of Pope Lady Hope. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, and now you are, of course, a uh, a product of Our Lady of Hope yes. homeschool at, at St. Luke's. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I won't make her tout her own horn. Did very well, in fact. Uh, got scholarships both to high school yes. and to Can college. You... So tell us a little bit just about your education. Oh, yes. Too, okay. So. so after Our Lady of Hope homeschool, um, Tiffany and I both received um, funding to go to Holy Angels Academy, which is now since closed. But it was a great all-girls school. Um, and after Holy Angels, we both received full scholarships to the Canisius College through the 
the Urban Leadership Learning Community Scholarship. And um, if you know anyone out there who is like looking for, like who can't afford college and has great grades and from Buffalo who wants to work and stay in Buffalo, that is a great scholarship. It's um, online if you go to Kenesha's College. It's the Urban Leadership Learning Community Scholarship, ULLC. And it's for students and it um, is a rigorous program. And it starts with the one-week boot camp that kind of just talks to you about what's going on in Buffalo. What are the issues in Buffalo? We go around and we kind of just see what, um, why are we getting our education? Why, why has our background taught us the skills that we need to do in the future? So um, we kind of go around, learn the issues in Buffalo, and then we learn how to apply that with our education throughout our four years. We go to all different workshops. At the end of the four years, we go to Washington, D.C., and we kind of look at our leaders and kind of see what they're facing and who they're talking to and how to make change. And the whole purpose of the program is really to cultivate people from the inner city, give them an education that they might not have had access to prior that allows them to make change in their own hometown afterwards. Uh, and uh, you have been uh, able to parlay that, parlay that into a continuing relationship yeah. with Canisius, so right? true. Yes. So now I work full-time at Canisius in the Griff Center, which is, we like to say, the one-stop shop for students. It is. It's it, really great. I mean, it's it's terrific. It's a terrific resource for students. Yes. Canisius. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. And we really just try to help students from freshman year to after graduation. And the Griff Center is an amazing, amazing place. Um, Canisius has also allowed me, now that I work there, um, to get my master's program, to get my master's. I'm in the um, COM lead or communication leadership program with a specialization in organizational leadership. And I particularly picked that program because I love my communication undergrad. Like, I love my degree, and I really found that I learned a lot from it, made great connections. And I feel like this master's program is only going to further um, my education in that in that vein. Um, I've learned how to network. I've met so many powerful people in Buffalo. Um, I've also, my professors are so dedicated to their work, constantly doing research, and very willing to help people. So I enjoy it very much. Uh, well, we got one. One more song that we can play uh, yes. from uh, Sydney Perkins' new CD, I Love You, Lord. And uh, this is actually a, a, a kind of a great way to, to go out for several reasons, but it, um, it's called He Wants It All. Yes, and this song is my mom um, introduced to me and my sister Jonah, and this is Jonah Perkins on the CD, and um, this song really, I like to say that God wants everything. Like, as soon as you wake up, and even overnight, there's nothing in your life that he doesn't want. He wants the good with the bad. He wants it all, and I think this song says it all. There's a voice that cries out in silence Searching for a heart that will love you and longing for a child that will give him their all, give it all, he wants it all. And there's a God that walks over the earth, he's searching for a heart that is desperate. And longing for a child that will give him their all, give it all, he wants it all. And he says, love me. Love me with your whole heart. He wants it all today. Serve me. Serve me with your life now. He wants it all today. Bow down. Let go of your idols. He wants it all today. He wants it all today. He wants it all today. He wants it all. And there's a God that walks over the earth. He's searching for a heart that is desperate. And longing for a child that will give him their 
Sydney Perkins, her new CD, I Love You, Lord, that was He Wants It. All, Sydney, thanks for taking some time with us to Thank be on the you, show Thank you, today. I really not, I'm, like I said, I'm overjoyed to have you in here to Thank do the you. show. So, And I'm so happy that uh, your CD is out. And so, uh, we're, again, where can people find it? Yes, if so, yes, it, if so. you want, you can find it on stlukesmissionofmercy.com. It'll also be on my Facebook page if you go to Sydney Perkins' um, Facebook page, Vocalist. And then it'll also be available at St. Luke's or any of our live performances around. Okay, there you go. Uh, as always, you know, you check our show notes, and uh, I'll link to some of that as well, wnycatholic.org slash radio, or go under the news and information tab at buffalodiocese.org. Uh, you know, we actually got a couple of minutes left, I see here. Yeah. Maybe we can sneak one in from that uh, Sugar Caddy Cool yes. CD. What do you think? Should we uh, should we fire one of those up? I would love to. Let's maybe Boogie Woogie Boogie Boy. That sounds like a plan. Now, now that's a really good way to go out. So uh, get your dancing shoes on, and uh, we'll be back with you next week on Western New York Catholic Weekly. He was a famous trumpet man from a Chicago way. He had a boogie style that no one else could play. He was a top man at his crowd. But then his number came up, and he was gone with the draft. He's in the army now, a blowing rapidly. He's a boogie woogie bugle boy, company B. They made him blow a bugle for his uncle Sam. They really brought him down because he could not jam. The captain seemed to understand. Because the next to the cap, when I'm a draft to the band, and all the company jumps when he was rapidly. He's a boogie woogie bugle boy, company B. A toot, a toot, a toot, a toot, he throws the nature to the bar And boogie rhythm, can't blow no less The basic guitar's playing with him And the company jumped till he was rapidly Here's the boogie woogie bugle boy on Company B He was a boogie woogie bugle boy on Company B And when he plays boogie woogie bugle He was busy as the speed And when he played he made a company jump on nature to the bar He's a boogie woogie bugle boy on Company B Da-da-da-doodly-a-da-doodly-a-da-doo-doo He loves the nature to the bar
been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org.